0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to another episode of the Ed Summers Show. I'm your host, Ed Summers. Today's date is February 4, 1964, and wait, we have a doozy for you. Today's band is a four-piece band consisting of five members. They reign from Liverpool, England. Also, they say.
1: So without further ado, let's
0: go to the stage.
1: Hello, Johnny Carson Show. I'm out there.
2: I'm not possible to see my air conditioner working out there. Uh, yeah, well, maybe we can help you with that. We better stretch so hard and melt your face off. It's gonna get hot. All right,
1: too. Scooty-do. All right. All right.
0: playground what a fabulous job you've done but it did sound like total crap
3: man oh i know eddie that's how you know it's love
0: i love it a man with a sense of humor uh what do you mean never mind my good man never mind you know what i really like about that song the part where it says life is very short oh
3: yeah me too i really like because i get to sing the harmony part all that
0: Oh, yes, yes, you get to sing the harmony part. You know, it would be nice if we could all I'll just live in harmony. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you going to sing another song about someone holding your hand next? Oh, uh, no, because uh, we, we have
3: a story. We haven't we gone by... Uh, we haven't read... We haven't read now. And next. We, we, we haven't read now. one, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, okay, then. Moving on. Meatball man. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> said, what's up? <laughs> not too suspect. Oh, yes. It's very funny. Funnier than you'll ever know. Anyway, you have some very interesting dance moves up there. Would you got to tell us about them? Oh,
2: yeah. That's top that's one rock star stuff. What One of the moves is called the igloo, and it's where I turn into the shape of an igloo. And then another one is called the hot dog. And that's why I turn into the shape of a hot dog. And then, and then the one you probably really like is called the turkey roll. You see, I learned on this cartoon that Teenage Mutant turn Turtle, so well, I was the meatball and the plate of spaghetti. And I rolled off onto the floor and I do the turkey roll. And I became the best man ever. And then we got the Time Scepter. Uh, uh, no, with no, right. no, 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 we did not. no. Yeah, I mean, no. we, we do get the Time Scepter. was uh, being ironic. That's yeah. what you say so Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and not what you mean. We're yeah, we, the uh, total opposite, right?
3: We, we, uh, we, we got fish and chips from the uh, restaurant down the street. One quite as good as most of these playgrounds? I smell taste, nice and candy. But it was pretty
0: good. Whatever you say, Simon. Anyway, we're moving over to the... Charming lad on the synthesizers, literally the hottest guy on the stage, Mr. Ben Tramer. Good Lord, man, how did you play the entire song in a boiler suit and a mask? Can you even breathe? Well, man of few words, I see. Okay, head, How did
1: you make it sound
0: like two banjos were playing?
1: Oh, well, I I got the idea from Ice King on Adventure Time where she's flying around with the Frankenstein princess that he makes from all the other princesses' parts and he's singing to her. And then he takes out a tape machine and he starts singing harmony with himself. He had to pre-record the part and everything. So that's what I did with my banjo. You probably noticed we took out the tape machine when the banjo solo came around. I played one part and the tape machine played the other. Oh, wowee. What's Adventure Time? Um... Can you maybe ask another question? Well, okay, then, you old two-timer.
0: What kind of yeah. fancy tapes is that machine a-playing? Um, cassette tapes. Hmm. Mm. What's a cassette
1: tape? Um, well, they they don't come along until 19... And, you know what? Maybe you should ask another question. Okay, then,
0: Meatball.
2: Tell us about that crazy thing you were doing about the stage to make it sound like all the banjos were spinning around everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the easy part. So I take that tape recorder, I I filled this out in the studio, you see, to make it sound like it's spinning everywhere. I I tie myself to the ceiling fan, and I turn it on, and it spins me around the microphone real fast, and it sounded like all the banjos everywhere. So what I did, I took Pops' tape machine from him, and I climbed up onto the fan above the stage, and being Ben Tramer, he works all the pyrotechnics and all the crazy stuff. He's heard on the fan and makes the folks go whoo, go and go around everybody like that. And I can handle it because I'm the best stone man ever.
0: Very interesting. But could you not achieve the same effect by just spitting the speaker cabinet around?
2: <laughs> some people might think so, but some people don't know better.
0: Well, okay then. Hey, I noticed that you're all a, a four piece band with five people in it. What's up with that
3: man? Oh, yeah. Anyway, well, you see our drummer up there on the platform, Ringo Benson? He doesn't say much. He has anger issues. Don't say anything to him. We don't count him as a member of the band because he never does interviews.
1: Well, okay,
0: then I won't talk to him. So, I notice you're all wearing very fancy suits and ties. Do You always wear these, except for, you know.
3: Oh, no way, Eddie. No, no. We had to raid the other guy's closet for these, but... I don't want to bore you with that. We all know that feeling, am I right? Whatever you
0: say, buddy boy. Hey! You look... hungry. Yeah, you got that right. Could I interest you in some french fries?
2: i got the throw slow down like this. Hang on a
3: second, me what? We're in England. You guys don't normally carry fresh fries here.
1: You got me. Oh, uh... That's right.
0: We don't. Crying right that since its regards.
3: Holy crap, I we got ready, you guys. Smoke screen. Band, band, band! Get your sweet the ball We
0: gotta go. You do, Benson. Oh, goody! The bears—they've left the border open. I wonder, wonder why it want lead me. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Hug the babies and <laughs> eat you some pizza. <laughs> Hey, dude, you want to knock out a
2: recording before we start recording? Yeah, just, just put up the time so I right Oh, crap, I gotta put that up after right the show. The time lady's gonna kick my heart in. Yeah, I bet mean, she's pretty mad at you if you wrote her that letter. Yeah, I know. Being let down can be really hard sometimes. Uh, what's that thing glowing on it? Why's that button lighting up like that? Hey, uh, hey I don't know. Uh, sure, it's pretty. Kind of reminds me of Armazards.
3: What's it say here? Quarter, problem. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Instant. No. Slow tuner.
2: Is this say slow
3: tuner?
2: Portable. Uh uh-uh.
3: oh. Well, of course the thing's portable. I mean, crap. How are you going to open a top portal for of top portable? Good night. No wonder the line. he's always gawking at me. He's probably, also, probably trying to think of something better to run off the top scepter. That poor
2: thing. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, but, but you know, I bet really nice, too, and, and, and also, if it's not portable, how, how, you, how you go out and run a slow cheater you, when you Yeah. Anyway, you ready to, uh, you ready, you
3: ready to practice
2: us a song? Oh, yeah, I figured I'd try to reach out to our hardware store sponsors, you know, placebo supplement. The, you know how they, they open in that hardware store, and I figured we we'll do, like, a, a like, a... Like a villager, we do not start the fire then
3: We miss some of the parts.
0: Oh,
2: okay, yeah, like the
3: screwdrivers and stuff. How's that song going? Like a...
2: Yeah, yeah, and I was thinking maybe we'd be, like, be like, we start rich the books for learning how to do your plumbing. Oh,
3: yeah, Uncle Rico's really gonna
2: like that, man. What about the bars? Uh, about the...
3: I'll still dig a steel nail, couple wire in the mail, plunge a bullet snake, pocket, that to take a
2: break. Maybe we should just I right here. not
3: trouble the nuts, I to that the okay? I the nuts, I to Absolutely uh, ready to record? Okay. how i to do to do that. Welcome to another episode of the Daryl Show. I'm uh, Rob. With me, as always, is the other guy. I you doing to know, guy? I'm Hello, professor. Hello, professor. Hello professor. Oh, yeah, I believe we all know that feeling. You got that right. So, uh, anyway, i will going to jump right into
2: it. Retro views
3: and retro your
2: Yeah, This this time we're going back to the time. Yeah, you know, not, not really, but like, we're going we back to the time. Yeah. yeah, buddy, we are. I mean, figuratively, and I
3: just got to say, you know, Tom Lady, if you're looking for your top stick, it's not here with us, it's definitely not with the interns. Uh, it's probably in Europe if it's not there that the other guy took it and they probably did all kinds of bad shenanigans with it because he's in there do well and can you, can you vouch for that other guy?
2: Oh, oh yes, yes, I, I did take it because I'm a poopy head and, and yeah, and, and I took it and, and I, uh, where I, uh, shoot, I, I under a power doodle and and, and, and then I got it out with my bare hands and I didn't wash them because cause that's, that's how I roll. Not not that I roll because cause I'm a guy. I walk, I got two feet.
3: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, don't even know why we had to mention that. There have been no Tom Shenanigans from the Empire, that's for sure. Anyway, we're going back to the year 1964. Well,
2: yeah, that's right, people. We're going back to that time where the, the Marcellus Playground, they, they, they got on that black and white TV show and they wrote that song. I want to hold your head. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, no. Oh,
3: the guy, you don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, take us The, well, the Marcellus Playground wrote, we can work it out.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that one, yeah, that, that one was the one where Marcellus Playground tried to but to reconcile with the other guy? And, and he said, no, 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 because I'm poopyhead, and me more have one tooth, and that's one more tooth than I have, and he's so much smarter than me. I refuse. Well, I believe we all know that's true, but uh, that
3: yeah, you are the guy very headed and stupid sometimes, but folks I think you should really go out of your way to listen to a song and watch the video because it's definitely somewhere between a zero and a ten and you know it's just a piece of Ra- history pick up your
1: phone Ra- the, uh, pick up
3: your phone I'm sorry phone. Ra- phone. I gotta take this call
0: Ra- pick
3: up your you're on the air oh Simon you there not a stole again Hold up! You've been drinking too much kombucha again. No, well, that crap isn't real. Those are all dreams. No, no, no! Don't you try to confuse me this time, Simon. They are not dreams. They really happened. In fact, does the year 1964 mean anything to you? Well, I mean, you know, maybe somebody went back that year, but you know, nothing affiliated with this podcast, you know. Uh, and if they did, it was, it was totally by accident. And anybody they met there that said anything about
1: Rodney,
3: was just, that was a coincidence. So you know, anyway, they sealed away back in 1954 because, you know, the, they sealed they them away with the portal. <laughs> The what? No, no, what are you talking about, Jim? Meatball, please tell me you ate the fry. No, what are you talking to the other guy, by the way. Well, no way, no. No, Meatball did not eat that fry because we sent Marsily's playground back in home and he slapped crazy greasy-looking green fry right out of Meatball's head. He said, I mean... He couldn't let his friends eat that thing. It was great looking. You idiot. He was supposed to eat the fry.
1: Did you not listen to the prophecy? He was supposed to develop pity parties to fry
2: this virus by eating that fry, and now it will
3: never happen. Take it easy, buddy. How about you weigh off the oregano there, okay? You're speaking in riddles. How's this for a riddle? Well, that's why you're old, because those swanky interns are pretty easy to get a hold of, because that Marceline's Playground also takes likes a candy. Oh yes, Marceline's Playground. Our intel has
1: informed us that for decades, Brian has thought that Marceline's Playground is not a physical location and only exists
3: in the mind of a madman. Yeah, whatever, we still make the best fajitas of town. But, uh, you know what wait we, we got us a new cook those i stand and he's good Silence. Scots. Oh, don't encourage him, told It I more like double notch anyway. Uh Mr. Happy Dodd, I just gotta say that you're Windy under the saccharactums and uh I guess we'll see you later. We're hanging up now. Sorry about that, folks. Sometimes people call in under the influence and they ask for all kinds of crazy stuff. Kinda like this one time I was listening to the swap shop. Mr. Oda's asking to trade a truck for like other human beings and crap. That's crazy. Anyway. I'm move on to the regular show. It's just a regular show. About the regular show. Okay. This week's episode of season one, episode eight. It's entitled, Unicorns Gotta Go. Thoughts off, there in the coffee shop, Mordecai and Rigby, that is. Margaret's serving them coffee, and Rigby says, Ah, nothing beats Joe with my bro, right? And Mordecai, he doesn't care. He's just, like, staring at Margaret, wanting to get all up in a business, you know. And he's like, What? And then, and then she turns
2: around and smiles at him. He's like, dude, she just smiled at me. Yeah, so, they, so then they start arguing. with will like, no, she wasn't looking at you. And he's like, pretty dude, yes, she was. You wouldn't understand. And then why, don't you, why don't you ask her out, Mordecai? And you wouldn't understand. was like, yeah, you, I wouldn't understand because I'm here to drift with my bro. Like We're supposed to be here. And then Mordecai, he's like, look. And then they look up the screen and it's a commercial for Dude Time Body Spray. And he's like, I once was lost, but now I'm found. And then spruce the dude time body problem and all those women run up and rip his clothes off. Yeah, and that impresses Mordecai really do Yeah, and then Rigby, he's like, he's like, what kind of loser
3: would want a bunch of chicks to tear their clothes off, right, Mordecai? Mordecai, he's like, there's the hop effect that comes up, you know, when he's, like, daydreaming. and he sat there with the park bridge and he sprays some of the door-time body spray on him. And a bunch of women, they're like in the trees or the bushes, they all come out. And, you know, the Mordecai's in a suit, they're wanting to, like, rip his clothes up, and Margaret comes up, she's like, Mordecai, I never knew you smelled so good. And, the, and then she's all like, Mordecai, you know, caress with and all this stuff. And then then, then then reality comes back, and it's actually Rigby shaking Mordecai, going, Mordecai, Mordecai. Oh, yeah, Mordecai says, dude, I gotta get some of my bodies break.
2: Yeah, I did. And then Rigby, he rigged out and said, Dad, you
1: can't do that. You said we're going
2: spin that video game, Strong John's. And then a flashback happened. And like, there's this ugly, muscular, bald-looking dude. And the white him and he said, I'm John. And then there's another one that looked kind of similar. Probably have left teeth, though. And he said, I'm John, too. And then they locked their arms and they said, Strong John's, Strong John's. Got it by Strong John's. And it does that, like, a few times. And, and, and while that's happening, the lights are, like, flashing. And it looked like a bomb going off or something. Some of the summer lights flashing. and a little bit just sitting there taking it out and staring at the TV, not even on boy.
3: And then Ravel come back. Yeah, and Ricky's all like, da, 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 da. He's waving his arms all around. And he's like, you can't go. And Mordecai's like, I gotta go. I just want to buy some cologne. And he's like, no, I'll lose all respect for you. And Mordecai's like, good. Then we'll have the same level of respect for each other. And he says, "That wasn't at the plan.
2: If you go, I'm going to have to get no friends. And Mordecai's like, okay. But then the scene cuts, and there's Mordecai sitting on the park bench like in the commercial, or Ashley in his fantasy. Uh, uh, and he's brother the do time on him. And he all there, uh, like, he follow him. He's like, what well, like, well, the you is like, why are you getting lost, dude? I'm just, I'm just using my due time. And was like, that stuff ain't gonna work. And then Pops come up. so much the you Pops.
1: Oh, yes, I started to walk up to them, and I said, Mordecai, Rigby, what are you up to? And then I smelled Mordecai, and he smelled like a mixture of dumpster juice, chocolate, and skunk, and it about gagged me, so I ran off.
2: That's why boy. And uh I dunno I done rope it That ain't working more, Like, I just got spray more and I spray more. And then I start gagging with me. But then all of a sudden, this unicorn with like, like a it's like a fish nest suit come up to me like, oh dude, what's that smell? Is that due time? Can I burn my spray? And then and then like all those unicorns dress up like the village people and something at of clock records. They come running from all over the place and descending down like off rainbows and stuff. And he's I, I like, dude, sir, let's do time with me. Why you got to do time, boy? You know, kind of like, I just want to impress Morgan. is the we'll help the boy. So yeah, let's go back to the coffee shop.
3: Rick, but he's just totally enthralled by these unicorns. They got him dressing up like some no matter like, you know, all the Tiger music video, jean jacket, you know, vest and all that crap. And they're like, oh, you just got to slick your hair back and go in and talk like you're confident. And they pull out this jaw of blue, swirly-looking, sparkly stuff. I don't know what it is. Right, like a unicorn turret or something. And they have Mordecai slick his hair back. And after he does that, he kind of looks like a plastic action figure. After you've, like, you know, wiped cooking oil over the head of it, it's all greasy and shoddy. And, you know, it's crazy looking just around. he goes in and he's like, Oh, hey, Margaret. He tries to, like, you know, talk to her. And she's like, Can I help you? Do I know you? And he's like, Margaret, it's me. And she goes,
2: Oh, Mordecai, I didn't even recognize you. My name, Mordecai, he figured out they're, like, playing the prank on him. Right, because they laughing outside the window. And he go out, and he's like, what the hell, guys? And, and they're like, no, just turn out. We're just goofing, boy. And they are like, yeah, catch it up. We're just goofing. And he's like, "Yeah, they're get the big tussle. And they're like, we'll help you out, Mordecai. And he's like, fine, I'll do it as long as it don't involve this loser over here. And be like, oh, they're so mad. And somehow, another day, back up at the, at the house in the park,
3: Okay, so the scene cuts, and the unicorns are, like, partying at the house, and they're throwing all kinds of chairs to the widow and crap. And Mordecai's just livid, and he's like, this is going to be furious, and Rigby's like, you're such a square, if you don't like it, just leave. Mordecai's like, Why do you take responsibility. So Rigby goes around, and he's, he wants everybody to have fun, he still wants to be cool, you know, peer pressure. And, uh, you yeah, know, that's a powerful thing. But anyway, Rigby's all like, guys, you know, we, we, we can't party too hard here. And the unicorns are in the room, like, jumping on a trampoline. And one of the horns pierces the trampoline. You know, that's Rigby's bed. That's where he sleeps. And they tear it up, and he's like, my bed. And he goes out there, and he tries to stop it. And he's like, God, you just, you can't be doing this. And somehow or another, one of the unicorns farts in his face. And then, you know, it's like blue, blue glitter. Unicorn dust comes out with a farts, and it blinds Rigby. And he holds his hands up in front of his face. He's like, oh. And he's, he's going around in a circle. and There's, like, a whole circle of horses i'm sorry unicorns with their butts to but they're all like they they just he, he walks to one and it falls to his face and it, he walks to another and it does the same and they just keep doing that over and over oh god i don't know how long they did that and then and then one them opens the door and they got benson tied up to the door and, uh, and uh, the unicorns are like you know this dog rig bone you don't like this loser do you and then they twist like his gumball machine thing you know where the quarter goes in and then gumballs come out you know Probably where his crush is at. I don't really know. So like I got this cartoon got away over the lot in the first season. Anyway, Rigby, he realizes that he's done wrong and he goes out to make amends with Mordecai.
2: So Ruby goes out on the porch and, and the music plays like, And I just done that a bunch of times. But anyway, Ruby, he give the world's worst apology, but that's still more of an apology than I the other guy who's given the meat because 'cause I'm a poopy head. And anyway. Okay, fine, I know who to go to for help. And then the see him the Skips uh, Skips' house. Now, since he trusts the Skips and his best person, Oh, what does uh, uh Rob? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, Skips is a dad.
3: Long story short, he says, there's only one way to get rid of unicorns. Drag racing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, what they do is they go out there and they lure them into a drag race. The unicorns are riding around with their big, like, hot-rodded-looking hot rod. And the guys, I think they're in the golf cart, and they're like... Oh, hey, look over there, Rigby. Is that a bunch of unicorns I see, or is it just some losers that can't drag race? And so they, they go to the drag racing, and then they, they take off, and the unicorns are, like, traveling at really high speed,
2: and and then tell them what happens, uh, other guy. Well, actually, what was going on was the unicorns were there hot-riding, and they're going, bros, 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 bros. Oh, uh, is uh, he's chanting, long collar and more color no, don't do that. And then, and then, and then, and then Skip's up and say, so You know what to do, right? And then we'll look over and says, Hey, were we supposed to drag us a bunch of unicorns and not some losers, and then some them and then shoot off when the drag race happens. And, and then you never believe what happened. Wait,
1: wait, you forgot the part where I said, Horseless carriages commence.
2: Oh, yeah, that, that part ain't really happened. happen. Well, anyway, the unicorns don't shoot off in their hot rod and the Skips, he, he hit a button on the ramp, come up off the ground, and then launch him off the ramp. And the business operator says, "They say they won't be coming back." Because they ask, "What happens if they come back?" And the business said, "No, they won't be coming back." He pressed a button, and, and then the hot rod blow up. Because I guess a bomb strapped to it, and a bunch of glitter like flying everywhere, and you see their eyes. The business says, "That's the only way to get rid of unicorns." And then the scene cuts, and it's like now clean up the house. system next morning, by the way, and he's spraying them with a hose. And they rigged me, he ran up and the said, the said, okay, what the we doing? And the Mordicast said, dude, you want to go? And the said, what, strong guys? And the Mordicast said, yeah. And then, and then that's it, boy. The well, it was a pretty solid episode overall.
3: Probably a three-boy five out of five. I don't know what that is out of ten. I can't really do math all that well, and I know that you got either other guy. I don't think you graduated middle school, but anyway, good things about this episode. There's more pops, there's more skips, a little bit more Benson. Not a whole lot of any, which is, which is not the best thing. We're going to be getting a whole lot more there with season two and closer to the end of season one. Things are really heating up because we're getting close to the end of season one and out of that last episode is a ball and butter. Whoa, boy. So, uh, yeah, i will be on the lookout for that. It'll be the first appearance of Mordecai of the Wrigley's. We got a few more episodes till we get there. So, long story short, this wasn't the best episode, but it wasn't the worst. Okay, don't do that
2: comic book now. Okay, folks, this week's... Crap. Crap! Turn off!
3: Sorry about that, folks. Uh, sometimes we use some technical difficulties with the uh, file book up at the top of the cakewalk. Uh, I mean, you know, this is live, so... uh, Yeah, it's not a cakewalk. Anyway, this week's comic book is titled... Oh, a bunch of years ago, uh I think it's BC. Way back in the day. And it's at the end of uh not know, Classics, volume one. Maybe maybe it's color classics, I don't know, but, but it's back there. Don't worry, another guy.
2: Okay, so the turtles are about the time of the the problem fight the Thompson Village on the Georgia Miller. And the play of or bas baseball something and, and Michael Lazard said, who, who's our second? Okay, who, who, who's our first? And then who's our second? If he's our first, and and, and remember, he, he, he over there, he he said he hit the body. He said he said, "Not the mama,
0: not the mama."
2: And then we get a swing and a miss, so one and the Holy of a strap, wall, and a top. Oh my God! Was that the table lady? Nice, Lou. I say it's hot. Uh, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, 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 very physically demanded, and that that sign looked very bright on that particular day. I'm I as used to use all kinds of placebo-aconditioning. They're separately. No, don't not forget about that crap. I mean, I
3: I must have never noticed it because all that crazy clock
2: crap she wears around the office, but my gosh, she is stacked. Oh, oh yeah, 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 see, see, yeah. I, I bet supply plus shortstop real good, yeah. And we she's not doing that, probably right field. And, and maybe pitch. But but not first base, because she's not left-handed.
1: She's probably very good at batting as well. Oh, yes, perhaps, Yes. Yes. No, no, you fools. I mean, she
3: has a smoke show. That lady is smoking. But, but don't tell her about I said that. Once again, she probably won't know what I'm talking about, but, uh, yeah, don't tell her anyway. Uh, so, uh, moving on, we, we need to go to our last segment of the show. And, uh, folks, we just want to say, if you're anything like us, probably sometimes depression and anxiety gets you down really bad. And uh, you kind of feel like you don't want to get out of bed because you're scared, too. And, you know... Sometimes you're scared that, like, your family members are going to, you know, you don't want them to drive away because you're scared what might happen to them in a car, and then you're feeling like you're not worth anything, and uh, you just screw up everything. and kind got to feel like you're cursed. It's not a fun feeling. Uh, just know that that's somebody that loves you. And we're, we're not therapists, so don't consider us therapy. But everybody needs somebody to vent to every once in a while. So, this is the same with the show where you get to tell us your problems and we're just going to listen. Okay, ready? Go. Oh, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the worst? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how's that make you
1: feel?
3: You know, sometimes oh, I feel like that, too. What well, do you mean? Slow down. We're talking too fast. Maybe you should talk. You know what? Take your time.
2: Yes, don't take your time.
3: Hey. Yeah. How yeah. do do? Well, you know what? That's okay, because you're great. Yeah, I agree. And there's value to you. Yes,
2: yes. You just keep on doing you. you You've got to do something to the world that's about you.
3: Yeah, that's right. You know, so hang in there, baby. You know what else? You're ever feeling down and you need to talk to somebody, don't you ever be ashamed to call upon somebody. There is no shame in calling upon your friend to have a conversation and say, hey, man, I need somebody to talk to.
2: That's right. Everybody's got to have a friend, and they would rather talk to you for a whole long time they never get to talk to you again because you decided life was too hard. Don't do that. All right, your friend. And I always know that there was somebody that loved you enough that they died for you. You And I know I said some bad things about the other guy earlier, and and I take it back. I didn't know me anymore. And and I know sometimes people have a hard time whether we're serious or not. Let me tell you something. we're serious. There was a person that loved you enough that he died for you. And, and that's more valuable to this thing in the world. If you need help, you make sure you reach out. It is no laughing matter And somebody us about some. Yes, sir. I know we make a whole lot of sense
3: most of the time, but that segment, that makes more sense than anything we've ever done. And that comes from the heart. Most of the stuff comes from our brain, but that comes from the heart. Anyway, folks, we gotta go. That's that time again. We gotta say goodbye. See you next week. Come again. Be all for it.
2: To the end. See you next week. Yeah, shout out to W five hundred four for the therapy session idea and the criticism. The only criticism is That's all I got. Oh, close, don't, don't do this to me, don't do close! Next stop. We're gonna talk about something. See you there.